Welcome to the Video Game Review, episode 24, Something Negative About Survival Gaming. My name is not Colin Dixon. I am Alex Delfino, and today I'm joined by Stephen Delfino. I thought I got to say my name. What the heck is that? Oh, it's a whole new rodeo. I'm not Colin Dixon. I do things my own way. Oh, God. This is what and I get also for... by... <laughs> oh, so I get to introduce myself. John Vitalero. Yeah. There you go. See, everybody, it's a lot going on. As a reminder, you Don't can follow us on it. SoundCloud as well as on iTunes, and you can even search for us on Facebook. On any of those, just search for the Video Game Review. If you go on Facebook, please like our page. We're also on Twitter. We don't tweet often, though. We're on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, isn't that exactly? We're on Twitter. <laughs> there you go. We're on Twitter. Learn something Keep new up. every day. It's growing. As a reminder, each week we take a topic. This week is something negative about survival games. We split it into a few motions, or when we're feeling lazy, just one, and we'll hash it out on air. So, as I've said multiple times, this week's topic is something negative about survival gaming. The motion is that the survival genre encourages toxic gameplay. Survival genre, think games like DayZ, Ark Survival Evolved, Rust. I think there's a couple space ones that I'm not thinking of right now. I think we but, could always go back to the original Minecraft, too. That's true. Yeah. The, the Minecraft, you know, maybe some Don't Starve, if you're feeling a, a little bit uh, more cartoony in your art style. But yeah, the, these genres... Realistic games like Minecraft. Yeah. Gritty realism. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking... So, but just that those genres pull out an, an, an excessive level of toxic gameplay from their players. And go. I want to make sure we phrase this correctly. Uh, you see a lot more of the toxic gameplay in online multiplayer. So single-player survival games. And I mean, yes, the community can't exist without that. But, I mean, if people are thinking if you're playing Minecraft by yourself or if you're playing uh, Don't Starve by yourself, you're really not going to have the same effect, I get so. pretty toxic towards those creepers. You probably do. But just to make sure we're phrasing toxic it towards the sheep. Yeah, you do. No, Jesus. I love the sheep. What are you talking about? You love the them creepers you... when they try to take my sheep from me. I'm sure they get autism from all those colored eye you force on them. Seems likely. They do sort of twitch by the time I'm done packing them in their pens. Okay, let's CDC focus on scheduled sheep. Let's focus on a topic. So I agree with the motion. And I believe that developers are encouraging the toxic behavior by adding elements in the games that aren't present in other online games. Um, namely the one is the ability to attack an opponent when they're offline. That encourages toxic behavior, negative gameplay, by hunting out opponents while they're offline to kill them, take their stuff, pillage, and just continue this negative human behavior. So instead of focusing on the survival survival element, you are focusing on just hunting and killing anything in your sight. The other elements that are present are, and this is one that we talked about with Ark, one of the things that we... you when you guys bought the game for me thought would bring me in is the fact that you can tranquilize somebody pick them up with a flying mount pterodactyl i believe is the mount you specified and then drop them as they are naked into a pit to have them be your servants and slaves so yeah tell me that's not toxic <laughs> like, i mean you can't force them to work for you but you then just execute them i mean there's horror stories on day z where people are literally captured, forced to do things if they want to live, and then just executed. 
Like that's just, and it's by group mentality. So you'll see one or two people doing this and like they're just using, you know, power and numbers and they're just acting as horrible people. I mean, the whole point of DayZ was not a, a zombie survival game, but like a reflection of the human element when you're put into these situations. And it only proved to be that humans are just terrible, terrible creatures. All right, I'm going to segue off that because I actually that actually kind of feeds into my belief about this. I disagree that the survival genre encourages toxic gameplay. I think a survival genre encourages free will and whatever gameplay you want it to produce, which is toxic just based on humanity. Did either of you play Sims? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going with this one. That is a uh, that is a good example. We're moving the ladder from would the not consider The Sims to be a survival game, but in a very offline independent game, I have produced some pretty toxic gameplay. Yeah, that is a pretty good point. How many uh, times did you remove the ladder from the pool? <laughs> yeah, you only have to do it once. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I, like, I'm, I actually put a lot of time into the survival genre, specifically into ARK. If you've been listening to our podcast, I'm sure you picked up at some point that I like dinosaurs. Oh, no, really? Let me play with them. Uh, John only likes dinosaurs in the game Orion. No, I like dinosaurs if they're the in the game of Legend of Zelda. Out of any on. I left it on the menu screen. <laughs> <laughs> The rest of us will play Ark, but so I've put a lot of hours into it. Do not, I do not play on official servers, for on one side because of the very um, excessive rates. Yeah, the the, the lack yeah. of mods, the the really painfully low rates of um, growth for like resources and taming and everything. But the other reason is. Or what we're talking about right now is the toxic gameplay. The PvP is just unbelievable. But yeah, I don't think that's because of the, the genre. It does. It does. And I but I I go into private servers, which are basically little countries with laws. And you have to play by the laws in the servers that you're on. And that's like the survival genre to me just simulates that aspect of humanity. If you put people in a Mad Max environment they will behave like road warriors. <laughs> so you have to give them laws if you don't want to play video games with Mel Gibson. Oh. <laughs> hey, you're thinking about it now. <laughs> but I don't want to talk to a chair. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm kind of inclined to agree a little bit more with Alex, and I think I'd even take it a little step further, that it doesn't, the survival genre doesn't necessarily encourage toxic gameplay, but I think toxic players are drawn to it for that kind of free will idea that you mentioned. They have abilities to kind of play out their toxic little fantasies. And and they can, you know, they can, like Alex is saying, they can have their own little server where they play together with all their toxic friends and just be group terrible to each other meanwhile i can go on my server that actually has some rule of law i think arc implemented some actually offline 
um, rules yeah. where your walls yeah. are stronger when you're not present, so things aren't quite so easy to just go offline pillage. Um, and and there's certainly those mods are features... that just make you completely invulnerable. Right, right. And these are all features that a mod can turn on if that's the type of environment they want. Right, but um, that's a mod. But... Like That wasn't the original intent from the creators of Ark. It kind of is, though. Like These are just options that are available to the mod of the server. At this point, I, I, I believe... Steve is right, and I, guys, I used mod. That was misleading on my part, John, so I apologize. But at, at this point, I, I think uh, offline protection is something that is inherent to the game. Okay, I thought it was... But so are handcuffs, <laughs> With, yeah. you know. And, and, so... and that's where I, I think you're right about the free will. It gives you options, and you can use what you want from them. Another good game, I keep seeing it pop up in the corner of my screen right now as people are... Uh, signing into it, but is it the the new newer anyways? Maybe it's too late to call it new, but the player unknown battleground. Um, yeah, you a little bit a little different. Bit. Yeah, a little bit different from the rest of the survival genre in that you know each instance is only a brief fifteen to thirty minutes, um, but it, it's still kind of based on the same idea. You need to gather your equipment. You need to survive. It's PvP. That is a game. Whether it's because of the short rounds but that is that's a game where toxicity really doesn't come into play wouldn't that be just like a moba instead i have trouble i mean maybe it does i I mean i watched you play a little bit alex it does feel survival-ish you are you know dropped into a world you're running around you're gathering things and just preparing to encounter other players yeah, and but it, and it has that open worldness that a MOBA doesn't have. Right, right. There is no, because generally, I mean, I think of the almost tower defense facet of MOBAs at this point. But that may not be indicative to the genre. It may just be how the genre is currently iterated. I got. And there's also like you're not you're not seeking out to build a certain weapon in a certain order. You're just getting what you find. Well, I mean, that's, that's true. That's just inherent to some of the games, like Dota League and things like that. Like there are other battle arenas that don't have that element to it. That, and that's what it sounds like: is you're getting dropped into an arena, and you, so similar to Dota, you have to level up and get items. Well, guess what? You're going to level up by getting items, and you're going to be getting better guns, and then killing somebody else for their stuff. So you just add one next. You actually add another level of complexity to it. Is when you kill somebody, they're permadead. Dota, they just respawn after what 30 seconds. Is? Well, let the you record show... Kill other players and collect their stuff. The Steam <laughs> overlay considers Player Unknown Battleground to be a survival game. <laughs> I guess I'm... God spoken. I guess I just I look at survival games in two different breeds then. Like, if that's considered a survival yeah, game I mean, by the definition of survival, but I look at it survival like it's an open openish world like a larger world to be in and you're surviving against the elements as well as the people yeah well that's how this works i mean that is that is is that do you so you do survive against the elements or are there other things there besides are, humans that attack you uh there are airstrikes and an enclosing arena that are at this point i don't know if that'll change the game is still early access but at this point that's the extent of the um the environmental PVE hazards. threats. Yeah. Okay. 
it's definitely a very unique game um and I think it's tough to put it in either category, and obviously that's not that's not the point. We're getting a little sidetracked right, on right. it. But. but you mentioned the lack of toxicity, and I think it, a lot of it is because I think where a lot of the toxicity comes in in these kind of games is you get sort of an alpha tribe on a lot of servers, and because it's like a 15 to 30 minute match, like everyone's starting fresh every match. There is no established group that is able to just dominate any new players nobody can become the bully right right and it's right and, and it, the if whole somebody dis- does the next round you start fresh and you know yeah the, you have to earn that place again yeah john the design of the game is just different that's i guess that's the inherent point yeah so yeah but if we look at like day yeah. z i mean i i still stand that it does like it encourages the toxic gameplay. I still believe that, you know, these games are telling you to do negative things. You're not looking to collaborate with anybody in these games. You immediately become distrustworthy of any person who approaches you. I mean, oh, I, I disagree. When I, 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 I 100% get, am always looking to collaborate. I don't like playing these games alone. I don't want to. That's not how I enjoy See, them at all. I can't even play these games. Like I, if you look in my <laughs> library, I own them. I won't play them. They spike my anxiety to like levels that make it just to just unbearable. Because I am highly suspicious of anybody that comes near me. Because and it's ha- and and it's only it's due to the fact that it's happened. Like I'll be like, hey, can we work together? Sure. And the next thing I know, I'm getting shot in the back of the head. And it's like, okay, so now every person I have to be suspicious of if they're moving. So you end up just like constantly being vigilant and then you're not enjoying the game. And then you make very – and to me, like I end up making more hostile actions towards people who could be potentially friendly or I'm just going to start eliminating people. And all of a sudden I am just doing no more than exhibiting the toxic behavior that I'm trying to avoid. Oh, and if anybody wanted to know who John would be in the post-apocalyptic world, you now know. <laughs> Avoid me if you, unless you want to get shot. John shoots first. Ah, uh, Hansel. Yeah, that's. But that's that's basically, you know, what I what I'm still hearing. Like survival ge- genre encourages us to reveal who we will be when we don't have to play by rules. But it's based on p other for me it's based on what other people do i want i'm like steve i want to work with other people i understand that there is power in numbers these games though you're you're saying that you don't like the features that actually give you the option to not do that so what i'm saying is you can use a non-lethal means to trap somebody and say hey sorry i just wanted to see you know if you're up to anything I'd be happy to work together. So you're telling me if you were trapped by somebody, they're holding, they're pointing a gun at you and saying, "Oh, I just want to work together." You're not going to feel instantly threatened. You're not going to no, be like, "No," because I completely understand. Because I, I do have that same reaction when I see a stranger, you know, crest a hill. I don't know what their intentions are. I would like to assume the best, but I don't know that, so I do kind of give them a berth and feel them out before I just approach but would that be if you actually want to have a conversation with them you can use non-lethal means to 
you know, to incapacitate them. They may not love it, but you can show goodwill by not stealing all their stuff when you do it. And I mean, that's see if you can actually that still have some says sort of like relationship that shows me still aggressive behavior. Like that's you're having you're acting out in a way I mean, that's these are games with guns and in Ark's case, dinosaur. Like it, they're aggressive games. I don't know what you're playing that's not an aggressive game. But in the matter of what is the what is the purpose of the game? DayZ originally was scripted as, you know, a zombie survival game. It came out in you know in in the aftermath of Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 and like the rise of like Dead Island and all the other games. And then so it's like, oh, we're gonna do this. But again, it wasn't made to be an element of zombie survival. It was an element of human survival. So I I don't disagree with the fact that the free will. Has anyone here watched any amount of Walking Dead? I have only the first few episodes. So that's actually one of my favorite things that Walking Dead has done over the course of its series, and I'm not going to make any spoilers here, but it has transitioned from the zombies being the primary threat to the other survivors being the primary threat, and it's for exactly what you're talking about, John. Is everybody? Everybody that has survived to this point has to have some sort of skills fighting and you have to be wary of other people looting your stuff and a lot of people kind of react by just shooting first and trying to dominate everybody and but a lot of people are trying to find ways to work with others and yeah. whether it's it portrays that zombies, that survival concept really well because that that's humanity that like alex is saying that is what people do when put in these situations and that's not considered toxic i would say no yeah no i I think think there are toxic people and they exist and they can they can kind of take over in a way that not necessarily take over the the server but take over your experience of it right that's what i'm trying to say so is that not in allowing the is that the developer not encouraging that behavior like you said right there no i don't think there are handcuffs in what was it in daisy or at arc right if the developer didn't want something like that to happen they have the power to not include it into the game but they're going huh if we give them this what do you think is going to happen that's encouraging people to do something negative with it or positive. Um, I, I, I still think there's a differentiation between encouragement and enablement. They allow you to use the tools for toxic gameplay. They also don't force you to it. They're, they're the only resources, the only gear, and I can use Arc specifically as an example because that's the one I'm most familiar with. Um, there is some gear specifically the tech tier, that is locked behind PVE accomplishments. There's no equipment, tools, resources, or achievements, anything locked behind PVP uh, accomplishments. To get That's a really good through, point. Yeah. To get, to get through like any of the later stuff, you will need to tame more, you will need to kill more dinosaurs, not people, You'll need to, you know, breed more, and you'll need to fight the bot, the in-game bosses. But none of the developments, as far as what you can accomplish as a player, are tagged to anything in PvP. PvP 
only will allow you to take what someone else has accomplished through PvE. Okay. It's a different point. Yeah, yeah. that's an interesting Differences. thought that I hadn't really considered. And I can't speak for DayZ or Rust, because I <laughs> oh, I played Rust. So I've probably put about 10 hours into Rust. Um, but that's Basically definitely not better. enough. Yeah, Rust... Say that again. I said you're basically a veteran. Exactly. Rust became... They changed Rust significantly from what... Probably when you and I played it to what it is now. Um, buddy yeah, no more zombies. I yeah, they, they removed all the elements that made it survival and just made it just killing each other. Like, there's no, nothing to kill you besides another player. There just aren't zombies at all? Nope. There's bears. And the That's weird. Bears, you can kill the rock. So I never really... played it, so I don't know really exactly how it worked, but from my understanding of it that was kind of the core thing was like don't go out at night now, i mean there uh, are now there i will i guess i will go against my own point and i'm really good for this there's another <laughs> there's a game that i did play with a bunch of friends now grant i played with friends on a private server so similar to how you guys play arc with seven days to die where you really don't have the option to betray each other because you're literally just trying to survive the elements like you have seven days until a zombie horde comes and tries to murder you, and it is a very effective tool against not being cooperative. Yeah, and I and I think that's all these games are doing is they're giving you tools. You and and they're creating games that are open to modders, so they're not trying to develop a game for maybe you to necessarily pick up and play, but they're putting out a toolbox that modders can create anything from. And they'll create a lot of their own content as the developers themselves, but they're trying to give modders tools to make whatever they choose to make. Maybe those handcuffs can be put to use in a mini game that I don't know about. Um, but the option is there. <laughs> Sorry, that was a really poorly made point. Yeah, that was... Uh... There's a role-play minigame they're used for, but that's yeah. the only one I'm familiar with. I didn't know they were furry handcuffs. <laughs> it's all about the mods, Steve. Have you ever played Skyrim? Great. So, uh, seems like a good point for each of us to kind of surmise our points. John, have you changed anything? You at the same point? Where you, where you, where are you falling? I'm... I'm the guy... I'm, yeah... I can't even spit out the words. I agree with you and Steve, but to a point of not th that the tools are present in the games that encourage toxic behavior, that can encourage toxic behavior, but it's the human element that is basically shitty. Humans suck, and that's so. Yes, and that's really what is the toxic element of it. So that's I guess that's where I fall is is I'm not I'll, I'll step off saying the developers are encouraging it and just saying that humans, when given free will, are just really shitty. And I don't think any of us will disagree with you on that one. I don't have quite that bleak of an outlook on humanity. Well, that's but why I you'll handcuff him with your very handcuffs and John just shoots on sight. <laughs> <laughs> I will say again that I think they have a outsized experience, an outsized impact on your experience of the game. So, you know, if 10% of the people in a server are toxic, you're going to feel like they're 60% of the people. That's that's a very good point. So, I, go ahead. I'll let everybody finish their topic. I just have a different. I have a question at the end before we close up. Cool. 
Um, yeah, I, oh. I kind of stand yeah. where I was before. I don't think they necessarily encourage toxic gameplay, but I do think that some toxic people can gravitate towards them because of the tools they give you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm willing to admit that some of the tools they give are a little more maniacal than others, but I'll stand at my original point. So, what's your question? And this is more targeted towards Steve because I don't know if you played any on MMO games with us, or at least that allowed for PvP. So, Steve, I know we played Tor together, uh, the Old Republic, and yep. then you played WoW, but I don't think you played on a PvP server. Not on a PvP server. I did get into the PvP like battlegrounds and arena. A little right. Bit. So, and I, as we kept talking about this, I kept thinking about like my time in World of Warcraft, where we would literally hunt down the other faction. Like and I know Colin and I have like war like hysterical war stories of us hunting down um the republic as our Sith characters and just just annihilating them and causing like worldwide panic for them to come hunting they, for us. They kind of deserve it. They picked republic characters. I know, but still the point is like is Tor to be a good guy. I'm nobody. <laughs> But it's just, it's a matter of, you know, Colin and I were definitely super toxic, like towards, not like towards people, like verbally, but like we were abusing characters, like we were literally ripping them out of their safe places, like areas that we were not supposed to be in, and then just brutally murdering them, and then just spawn camping them, like and it's but just, at the same time because I've heard you talk about this and what they did next was they called on their higher level guildmates and other people on the server to come back and respond so that I, I think there's something to the fact that there's there's an answer to that sort of griefing so is the lack of an answer in like these other games you know like what continues them to be like there's no balance there's no rules like there's no right. there's nobody else to come in and say no stop it like it's just yeah, perpetuating it itself because of that alpha tribe system yeah until until you reach an, an area where there are you know until the server gods intervene then yeah i think that's when when there are a limited number of resources and so one guild's top level cannot be like matched by the opposing guild right that's where people like you and colin go uncontested i mean even in world of warcraft i mean during the vanilla and then part of burning crusade stranglethorn Vale is like the known like first area where you can come um, have both the alliance and the horde in the same area at low level and it was camped by high levels constantly just killing the others and like it became to a point where there was always a war going on there like yeah, you could literally just fly into that air zone, and you would just see just a your screen would just fill with death messages, and then server wide chat of like getting you know get in here to battle, and like we need X amount of people here, and like it was a constant war, and you would and I would be one of those people inciting that at other areas because I had a guild based on being in PvP. I played on a PvP server. I led a guild that was strictly PvP. We'd do battlegrounds, but we would actually invade cities and kill them because we could. I would walk into... Uh, we played on Alliance, God help me. And we'd walk into Ogremar and we would just murder everyone. Unless you had the, like, the little safe symbol above your head that we couldn't actually target you, 
You were dead. We would provoke everybody. I mean, and I, and because I was enabled by the fact that I had an alpha group with me, we had a group, a guild of 500 people. So it was kind of hard for just like, you know, a small guild of 20 to 30 to really stand up to us when we came in full force. So we were assholes. And I mean, I was, we were toxic. But the, I, I think this supports your guys' point of the game itself doesn't encourage that it allowed it. It's just I was a shitty player to other to the other side because I could be. Yeah, we've all played Mario Kart. People are dicks no matter what game you play. <laughs> that some, is true. Some of us are just better than others. <laughs> I think that's a good place to leave it. <laughs> yep, there you have it. For our listeners, letting, let us know what you thought of this week's motion in the comments below. Be sure to share your favorite Sims story. Like, comment, subscribe, share, and follow. If you hated what you heard here, let us know that too. And as always, until we hear from you next week, keep the conversation going.